at an individual level, I find the biggest challenge or the where people kind of falter the most is that they believe there's a common misconception that how whoever you are and whatever skills you're born with, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's as far as it goes, right? It's like, you know, you you buy a car and the car that you bought, that's the car you'll have. And <laughs> it, it doesn't update. It doesn't get any be- any faster. It doesn't get any any improvements. That's just how it is. But in fact, we're more like a computer. We're, we're much more like, like a phone. We can update our operating system. Mm. We can improve. We can learn new skills. We can learn new strategies. Mm. And the more we learn, the more effective we become. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Hacking HR podcast. With everything that is going on in the world and I don't mean just today, August 2022, but I mean the past couple of years and a half has been have been very uh, chaotic in in a, in a lot of different ways because of COVID, um, the way we work now, the many changes that are happening uh, in probably all organizations around the world. This topic of managing communications effectively, being a great communicator, uh, optimizing communications in the organization, that topic or those topics have become a really powerful front and center. And, and that is because people have the expectation that the company, the leaders, HR, will be more effective at communicating uh, the changes that the company may be going through, the questions they have, the uh, the unknowns that they are dealing with. So, so this topic is critical, uh, perhaps for the success of an organization and especially to keep talent to keep people uh you know sane if you will given all the stuff that that are hap- that, that that is happening uh in in the world today so we're going to have a conversation about optimizing communication in the workplace and we are going to have this conversation with somebody who has been in the space of communication for a long time a professor executive training trainer a coach a professional speaker author of many books around communications and articles and blog posts uh, he has been all around the world so um and has advised people that live in literally every continent in the world. Um, And he moves around from Toronto, California, New York, and he has made communication and helping people realize their potential through communication, the the meaning and the center of the work he does. So Ryan, welcome to the show. I am excited to have you today. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. Uh, Thank you very much. It's It's a pleasure to join you here. Well, thank you so much for being here. I am excited about the conversation and I, I'm going to begin, you know, I always like to start on a positive note, but I'm going to begin on a negative note. Uh, <laughs> where do we fail in communications? I mean, given all the research you've done, all the people around the world that you've spoken with, what are the top one, two, maybe three areas in which most companies, most leaders fail when they are trying to set up an effective communication strategy, if you will? Ooh, interesting question. <laughs> let's let's start with um, the individual level, if, if, if you will. Yeah. So at an individual level, I find the biggest challenge or the where people kind of falter the most is that they believe there's a common misconception that how, whoever you are, and whatever skills you're born with, 
that's it. Mm-hmm. That's as far as it goes, right? It's like, you know, you, you buy a car and the car that you bought, that's the car you'll have. And <laughs> it, it doesn't update. It doesn't get any any faster. It doesn't get any, any improvements. That's just how it is. But in fact, we're more like a computer. We're, we're much more like, like a phone. We can update our operating system. Mm-hmm. We can improve. We can learn new skills. We can learn new strategies. Mm-hmm. And the more we learn, the more effective we become. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, I think that is from what I've seen and what the research points to is there's an overwhelming sense of uh, this is just how I am. Yeah. I've never been good at speaking or mm-hmm. I've never been good or I communicate with some people. Well, it's the other people who don't understand me. They must have the problem or there must be a disconnect on their end. But in reality, there's always something we can do to improve our own communication. And as you mentioned, realize better results. Yeah, I love that. Um, it sounds a little bit like a fixed mindset, right? I'm thinking of of um, that, that whatever we were, you know, born with or whatever we develop, uh, you know, over the first few years of our, yeah, you know, yes. uh, school and 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 career. That's it. And 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 I, I like that you're giving people this uh, breathing space of you know telling them, you know, you can improve, you can get better. Yeah, I mean, in, in one sense, it is a little bit. People, I know some people have a tendency to think. Well, you know, I, I guess I could if I really wanted to, but I'm not sure how much I want to invest into yeah. it. But with regard to communication, it's one of the skills that it doesn't take that much, like an incremental improvement. Yeah. And you'll begin to realize that you're having better outcomes. Yeah. So you, this is one of the pitfalls at the individual level. How about at the organizational level? What have you seen that you can say, you know, companies should do this differently or better uh, because they are truly failing in this one thing? Yeah, with regard to companies, when I'm, I'm brought in to advise on, on some of their, their communication, their internal communication strategies and their change management, for example, messaging, things like this, one of the, the biggest challenges I find with them is they try to, some organizations try to solve one problem, they use one solution to solve all the problems. Mm-hmm. So they'll implement a new messaging system, like, you know, they'll use Team, Microsoft Teams or Slack, or there's a new channel or there's a new way to communicate inside they're just changing kind of the vessel of communication the medium but it doesn't really change the fact that there's still people human beings on the other side of whatever medium we communicate with and so typically they they tend to you know purchase a technology or they think that if they have a they reach they shift the whole methodology of the way that we communicate everything will be solved when really, no, it, it's more like, you know, we have to continually reinforce the behavior, the communication, the, I guess, the proceeds that we like to see. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I, I, I like that. And I, you, you, you know, you, when you, when you talked about having this sort of panacea kind of solutions, right. You talked about technology, uh, which is interesting because not just in communication, but in a lot of different areas, but, you know, focusing now on communications, we think that just embedding technology in a process will solve the yeah. problems that that process had in the first place. And it really doesn't matter if you are lacking on the skills for effective communication, if your people feel that they are not good communicators, therefore they don't communicate, and you just push technology onto that problem. It, it just doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, I was coaching, I was coaching an executive yesterday and I, I was speaking with them. And one of the things, it was some people have this tendency, they, they think that everyone else 
will think and, and in, operate like them. Yeah. So, so what happens is when, if they'll take the initiative to do something and someone else doesn't, they think, well, there must be a reason for that, that, you know, that either they don't like me or they're upset or they're it's passive aggressive or something. <laughs> no, it could very well be that that option doesn't occur to them. Yeah. You know, their, their mind's thinking about something else. Yeah. Right? So it, it just like you said, at the, at the end of the day, we're still people and we're going to infuse more and more technology in our lives. And that's yeah. fantastic. Makes yeah. things more efficient, but there's still a human being at the other end of that technology. Yeah. So what, what, what would you want organizations and individuals, especially leaders and more especially leaders in the HR space, what would you want them to embrace as a skill, as uh, functional capabilities, if you will, to improve their communications. If if you had if you had a magic wand to <laughs> to push a skill or a capability into into the brain of those functions and those people, because you know that those skills or capabilities will make them better, what would they be? What would those skills and capabilities be? If I had a magic wand, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I love that analogy. I would I uh, so two things, and they kind of work together. One is self-reflection. Mm. So having the ability, and if, if I'm understanding your question correctly, but if, if we could give that to people to be more self-reflective and, yeah. and, and stop, go, 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 but start to pause and think about an exchange and interaction that just occurred and kind of, why did this happen? This person said this, what did they mean? Why did they say it like that? Yeah. What am I thinking? Could I have said something differently? How yeah. could I have improved the outcome? Yeah. Um, even if it was a positive outcome, what did I do to achieve that? And so I can replicate that again in the future. Yeah. Being self-reflective is a skill that many people overlook nowadays and yeah. they sacrifice it to be more productive. But in fact, yeah. in the long run, it kind of hinders them. Yeah. And then the second thing is self-awareness. So you want to be, have the, you want to have the gumption, you know, you want to have thick skin and being able to look and say, yeah, I did make a mistake there. I yeah. should have used a better word choice or yeah. I should have changed my approach. And yeah. next time I will, because I'm going to continue to improve. And, you know, the, the Enrique uh, 7.0 is going to be better than the 6.0, <laughs> right? It's going to keep getting better and better. I like that. It's the uh, upgrading that operating system requires the awareness. It doesn't happen automatically, like in a phone that is telling you it's time to up the upgrade. It, you have to be mindful about saying, you know, it's time for me to upgrade my skills because, you know, whatever I'm doing is not delivering the value or I'm making mistakes that I'm, you know, that I could not make if I if I did this other thing, right? So, um, you know, it's it's very interestingly, talking about those those two things you know that that self awareness and and you know the self reflection that you're talking about uh how do you how do you tell people um to to accept the fact that they don't get it right all the time uh, because you know you have worked in many companies i have worked in many companies and and sometimes it's not even the skills that we don't have. It's the fact that we believe that we would do is the right thing to do. And maybe it is not, right? But it's so hard for us to say, man, that was not the right thing to do. Uh mm -hmm. so how 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 do you how do you do this? How do you that's part of the creating effective communications? How do you how do you embrace that idea that you could be wrong? Yeah, that's a great question as well. So it really does, it's it's individualized, right? And that's one thing I love about people, and I love working with people. <laughs> People are all different. They're all unique. So some people will get that right away. Some people understand that I'm a work in progress, like every other person out there. Like, yeah. you know, none of us are perfect. And we could always, even if we are fantastic, like even like say Elon Musk, I bet you he wishes he was better, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. 
everyone always wishes we were better. Um, so with the, with certain people, they get that right away, and we use the term coachable, or they're they're much more you know eager to improve, and they're open to feedback and open to trying new things. And um, with others who are uh, a little bit more you know form, they're a little bit more firm, and they're they're kind of like set, and they they think that like you said, they're standing on the right ground, and they're they're positioned well already we kind of have to peel back the layers a little bit and yeah. I, we realign the goals, right? Yeah. So what is the goal here? Right. Right. Sometimes it goes that far back to, yeah. you know, maximum product, maximum performance, right? Yeah. So how do we get there? So sometimes with the person, it can take a little more time to peel back those layers and get back to, you know, recalibration, but eventually that does happen. It just it depends on the person's experience. You know, some people, they, uh, they take their scars with them. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, let me ask you this. Uh, when, uh, com companies, one thing that I like to do is uh, sort of help individuals and companies envision sort of a better future, right? And and uh, and I'm going to translate this into a question for you. When they use communication properly, when they have, when, when their people and their functions have the right communication skills and the right communication capabilities, and they do it in the right way, what's different? with them versus the companies that don't have that what's 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 uh, what ends up being better for them compared to their peers that may not have that oh you know at the, at the high end so if we're talking at, at the the high end of the spectrum where everything is symbiotic and the right hand knows what the left hand's doing <laughs> and they're, everyone's in lockstep words almost can't describe it's, it's almost like a harmonic yeah like the, the, the results, the opportunities, the culture, everything is just feeding into this positivity. And, and what happens is people who are on the outside of those organizations, they want in. Yeah. And you, you, you can, you can you know, get better talent and you, you know, assimilate those because you've built such a, a fantastic machine that people want to be a part of yeah. and they want to contribute to. Um, so that's that when I see things working like that, it's like, you know, people are taking initiative to help each other. People are, are being very, uh, even when they miscommunicate, they call it out and they apologize. They say, you know, I shouldn't have said that. I should have said this just so you know. And then on the other end, it's like, oh, no worries. I understood what you meant anyhow, but thank you for the apology. Like, that's like what you want in a workplace, yeah. right? That's yeah. just beautiful. Yeah. I, I, I love that because, uh, you know, uh, w whenever I talk about corporate culture and, and all these topics, uh, what, I, what I tell people is, uh, you know, you want to create a culture that people talk about and they want to be part of, right? And communication is part of that. Uh, you know, you, you don't want to force people by just giving them a lot of money when you post uh, a job, a new job posting. You want them to say, I want to work for that organization. You want to achieve that level that people by themselves say, I want to work for this company because they are so awesome. Look how people communicate. Look how much they help each other. Look how, look at the amazing culture they have. And that mm. requires, uh, of course, a lot of culture uh, and communication. Um, Ryan, let me ask you, uh, as we get closer to to wrapping up our conversation, um, what, what how would you approach a learning plan, if you will, a learning journey to be better at communication, to be better at uh, creating more effective communication, both at the level of the individual and the organization? What would you embed in a learning program for individuals and organizations? Well, at the individual level, I would say uh, to the, if 
number one, you need to improve your vocabulary. So you have more tools at your disposal yeah. and you need to improve your diagnostics so you can assess the situation and then know which tool to use. Yeah. That's, that's really the key. If you, if you understand okay, what outcome do I want, right? What path am I going to take? What's the strategy here? And then what tool should I use to, to execute that? Then it's, it's really a matter of practicing and getting better and better at those tools. Yeah. So at an individual level, it would definitely be, um, understanding you have more than one option yeah. to approach a situation and what are those, what language is received in which way understanding how your counterpart or how, whoever you're communicating to or communicating with, will receive that message, even mm. if you don't intend it, because yeah. it's really important, right? It takes two to tango. Yeah. And then from the organizational standpoint, you really do want to set yourself up. You want to foster a culture and leadership and everything. You want to foster of, of positivity and reinforce that uh, success and that performance and that positive mentality. And that takes a lot of uh, aligning, making sure everyone's yeah. on the same page and no one's out for individual credit. No one's yeah. out to avoid blame. No one's out to say, well, it wasn't my fault, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone is there to, okay, fault doesn't matter. How do we achieve the best outcome? Right? Yeah. That yeah. was before. What can we do to move forward? Right? Yeah. That's the mentality that you want to have. Well, that's, that's fantastic. And I appreciate you sharing these insights and ideas with me and the community. I think uh, there's a lot that I'm hoping HR continues to unpack. Uh, you know, based on this conversation and that they become true, true, truly great uh, communicators. So Ryan, thank you so much for being with me in the show today. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Thank you. And thank you, everybody. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Hacking HR Podcast, and I will see you all soon. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for watching or listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please follow us on our social media and subscribe to our newsletter so that you can stay informed of all the things that we're putting together for you from the Hacking HR community. Thank you so much. Please continue to stay safe, stay well, stay strong, and we will see you soon.